Welcome back to Gas Bagging. I'm Dan Morrison, and I forgot to introduce myself last week, so that's my name. Here I am. You know, the woman with two brain cells and a vagina. Here I am. That's a Lydia Scavallo quote for anyone not familiar. I am joined today by a dear, dear friend of mine, Stephen Mangin. Stephen is the wonderful person who lent his voice to Maddie in the trailer, if anyone listened to the trailer for the show, which I need to thank you for now for doing so. Did I? Some people actually asked me, they're like, was that you? I was like, (laughs) it was not. (laughs) But thank you so much for lending your voice for that. Oh, you're welcome. Hi, everyone. Maddie's here for the podcast. I got a gas bagging episode two, and I'm so excited for podcasts of me. (laughs) So you probably hear Maddie jump in and out <laughs> There's like the episode. There's like when I told some people I was going to be here today, um, there's so many people that just misinterpreted that it was going to be a whole episode of just Maddie. Yeah. Which, I mean, fair, it would be a good ep. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm a person It too. would just be a long ad for uh, Medi Spa by Maddie and F45 and Double Bear. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, and, you know, we've gone so far into her private life since The Housewives that... I'm not sure you'd recruit many new listeners. No, I, she's become her own character, like, since the show ended. Like, she's got so much more to her that, I don't know, I get so much life out of her stories, like, every day. Were you across that prior to when we connected? I was following her, but I don't think I knew as many of the, I would say, in-jokes that yeah, you were across. Like, yeah. I was aware of Banjo, like, her dog yeah. and everything, but I wasn't aware of, like, half yeah. the lines that you were saying because the peripheral characters really complete the story don't oh, they, they it's her. a whole show within itself yeah. i can't i honestly can't wait for her and christa village to launch their <laughs> youtube channel that's the thing i've just been waiting for forever the mythical youtube channel but no the character <laughs> arc soon. has really continued since i mean we've got banjo the dog as mm. you've mentioned yes sahara and paris have continued their journey her you know since the show her daughters michael he's gone mm. her I don't know if it was husband. I think he might no, have been his just partner a at the time. Partner, yeah, and we got Tamusa. Tom- <laughs> Tamusa, her um, GBF, gay best friend. No offense intended. Um, <laughs> and you know, even Banjo, the character himself, has his own profile in the social stratosphere. I mean, he's formed this incredible, unique relationship with Muffin the Chihuahua as well, which you'll know all too well how across that we are. Yeah, Muffin, I won't go into it because it's probably a hole I don't want to go down, but we've got a group chat with Muffin the dog that's just chaos. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. When I try and explain it to people, the sentence I always get back is, so you're in a group chat with a Chihuahua. And it responds to you on Saturday nights, which interestingly, it only responds well, on Saturday nights. Yes, which... I think when uh, <laughs> Muffin's got hold of the chat, he's off his face. He's... <laughs> I mean, it's fair. But yeah, do you want me to show you some of the voice messages? Yes, yeah, so uh, Stephen's friend Lucy was convinced that Stephen was coming on the episode as Maddie Samai. So this was some of her encouragement, thinking this was going to happen. So he's going to play some of the messages. Are you doing like a full episode as Maddie? Because if so, I can't fucking wait to hear it. Okay, you're actually going down to Dan's house to film the full episode. Uh, hi guys, it's me, Maddie. It's me. Welcome back to the podcast, to me. <laughs> I wish, 
I wish I could tell you that these voice messages didn't happen every day, but <laughs> this is what my life is now. <laughs> I feel like everything I want you to mention is going to be one of those things, like one of those off-limits topics, like, birthday hair, when I went to the hairdresser and got my birthday hair with Sahara, like... <laughs> Everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck are they on about?" It's all just from her Insta story, <laughs> <laughs> and, she's not and that's wrong. where we've lost everyone. <laughs> right at that moment. Oh my gosh! But that I don't get much more joy in the week than looking at Maddie's stories. To be honest, it really brightens my. Day. I know. If I had any advice for your listeners and subscribers of Gas Bagging, follow her. Pay attention Maddie to Summer. her stories. Form your own little cults that follow the content that she releases. There's Banjo Loves Sushi, Banjo Loves Seaweed, um, you know, taking the girls to the hairdressers, Sahara's ribeye. birthday hair. Ribeye, potion, ribeye. Oh, very nice, very nice. There's just so much to love. So. <laughs> now, another thing kind of related to Australian Housewives that we're going to celebrate this week is our own Jackie Gillies is pregnant. Could you believe it? I couldn't believe it because I thought she was going to come back on the show this season. That would be her journey, like trying to... Because like, she's been unsuccessful with the IVF for so long that I thought that would be, you know, the whole story arc. And now I, she's pregnant with twins. Yeah, I kind of forgot she was like still going at it with the IVF. And um, she posted a story like not long before it, after one of the actual procedures of IVF where she had like actually... Like she just had bloating. Oh, bloat but it looked it. like that she was pregnant. And I was like, oh, it's a bit deceptive. And then she's come out now and said that she is. Well, I, I, the thing, I'm like happy for her, but also terribly worried that she's not drinking this season. Oh, it's and gonna it's just going to be so boring. I just, I mean, to deal with the loss of Gina, Lydia, and now also she's a not sober. on the piss, on the grog, I think it's going to be really dreadful. Oh, I mean, we'll still watch it. Yeah, but. but I also feel like the same way Sutton felt when like she came onto the show and she was sitting next to Teddy <laughs> and she was like, I thought you were going to be kind of boring. And then she goes, I'm pregnant. Oh, like that's how I'm kind of feeling with like Jackie being back now. I thought it was a blessing for a second when she returned, but now she's pregnant. I'm like, I'm not sure. Yeah, because she was really like pivotal to the show. Mm. Oh, she, it was revolving it, around her in like the first season. Yeah. Like she was a new girl from Newey. Here's one for you, Dan. What... <laughs> So she's having twins. Yes. What's she going to name them? Uh, Shine and Shine. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Shine she's going to name them? Shine and Shine Blessings. I'm, I'm kind of in two minds. I was having a think earlier today and I thought, gosh, she really could go down that spiritual, like, angel kind of path. Oh. I think she'll have one of each, first of all. A boy and a girl. I think she's going to have a boy and a girl. And mm. I thought she could do, you know, angel, grace, you know, these beautiful. Yes, I see. Yeah kind of astrological terms but then I thought no she's also very loyal to her friendships mm-hmm. so I think we're going to get maybe a Chica and a Rochi okay Rochi think, yeah she's yeah. going to call the child Rochi yeah not Janet Rochi <laughs> I think Rochi would be better like <laughs> you could have fucking killed yourself Rochi <laughs> I hope at least Rochi's a, like a godmother like to one oh of them God. can you imagine you that ceremony can handle it? Oh, I don't know rocking oh. up with a black eye hopefully. with Brian don't. <laughs> Fiora. Um, when I was thinking of Jackie this week, because I was like, oh, look, we've got to celebrate, got to have some of her tequila and make a margarita from it. I don't believe there's a tequila out there. And I think we were misled the entire season four of her creating a tequila because there's no record of it. Yeah, anywhere. yeah. Well, we recall the scenes. She went to the Hotel California. The <laughs> angels told her it was where the eagles filmed yep. <laughs> that uh, iconic track so you know we remember that there was a tequila yeah. line coming and i mean now 
where is it? Locked up in Lydia's kitchen. <laughs> Possibly. She's holding it hostage. <laughs> Joanna's got it. Don't. Watch it. Well, poor Joanna. <laughs> Do you think Joanna was with Lydia during the entire lockdown? Oh, God. Can you imagine? <laughs> You'd hope not, wouldn't you? Oh, God. She'd maybe legally adopted her at this point. She is her mother after all. I am her mother. Yeah. <laughs> she's... <laughs> She's, she's my, my daughter. daughter. No, not your. She's my daughter. Like my daughter. <laughs> blinker, blinker. Do you know your lefts and rights? <laughs> those those driving scenes with Joanna are quite hard to cop. Looking back on them now, problematic to it's, say the least. Oh god. Yeah. I won't repeat the line. If there's, there's a word <laughs> to use. Yeah. I won't repeat it either. I'll no. take your. <laughs> I think everybody knows what we're talking about. The other thing is, I thought, okay, tequila's not around. La Mascara. The mojito. No, it's gone, Dan. It's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. yeah. It's In yeah, it's nowhere to be found. It's the um, Twitter account I looked at hasn't tweeted since 2016. Yeah, it's gone. You ass click up. on the link to the site and can't be reached. Ass up. And so is High Tea and, you know, the Caprioska, whatever else she was making. The models, we're looking what? for the new face of our brand. La Mascara. <laughs> La Mascara. It's gone. Ass up. What's she going to do now? Like, she can't just keep doing Shine It Up tours while pregnant. Like, <laughs> Well, she's having a show, though. Like, I'm like, well, how are you going to do that pregnant? You no. can't be jumping around hugging strangers when you're Absolutely not. Putting twins. your blindfolds on and people no. from the left and right hugging <laughs> no in the way. middle. That's not... You can't be doing it's that. unsafe. Oh, not Purely good for the baby, no, I think. No, Oh, what a shame. The obstetrician would say no to that. No. <laughs> Jackie Gilly's obstetrician. Stephen, I did not ask you your Real Housewives tagline at the top. So if you can please grace us with your tagline, I'm actually dying to hear it. How could you, Dan? (laughs) Okay, okay. Knowing me is like a storm in a teacup. Get ready, because it's about to rain on Steve. (laughs) Stephen. (laughs) I (laughs) don't... I don't know what I was expecting, but I just wasn't that. <laughs> Why tea? Like Janet? Were you like inspired? No, by just Janet? like storm in a teacup kind of. Oh know, yes, fun, okay, yeah. and then a Gaga reference in there as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and know, what, there were a lot of paths to go down, and I was really thinking probably too hard about this one. And um, and what does that say about your personality as well? Well, storm in a teacup. I mean, there's, you know, always an issue, always a problem. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, maybe we went, um, we spent a lot of time together the last Saturday. Yes. Um, I was so problematic. I mean, just <laughs> off chops. A storm in a teacup is a term I would use to describe my behaviour. I right? thought you were fine. Oh. I think everyone was not well. Yeah, right. So... It was a long day. It was a long day. It's always day. been, I don't know, we don't can't seem to just like meet each other for like, you know, a couple of hours, have a drink and go. No. It's always like a full day session from like 12 p.m. till whatever time. Like, it's, it's too long. We're not grown adults. No, it's too long. <laughs> don't know how to have a civilised We dinner. need to fix it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. But that's lovely. There you go. Well, we're going to be back with some Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiere. Can thoughts. I just ask before yes. you jump into that, what's your tagline? Okay, no. You've never so, gone into it. Well, no, because our friend Josh shat all over mine when we are at dinner once. And friend of the it. show. Friend, friend of, of the, the show, show Josh. I, I'm not in the show, but friend of the show. <laughs> not on yet. Um, but no, because I said, so mine was like. If I'm not fucking you, I'm fucking you over. That was like the sense of it. 
And but the PG version would be like, if I'm not screwing you, I'm Routing. screwing you over. Oh, oh routine. <laughs> It's not. It's not all just. Fucking. It's like, yeah. but then yeah. I've been trying to think of new ones, and I was like messaging um, Kate that was on last week today, yeah, yeah. like certain ones. So I had one that was um, I'm making memes and falling apart at the seams. Like that was. It's pretty yeah, good. Like, yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. but I still I sent it. Then I said I still need to work on this. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the gas bagging listeners are going to want to hear your tagline. I know, but I can't be asked every week because then I'll just be like saying the same thing back. But I've got to come up with something. I do agree with. Yeah. That, okay. So. All I right. Will, I'll workshop it. Homework for next week. I think. Oh, and also update that I didn't say as well that I said I'd follow up from last week. I found Janet's raw essentials tea <gasps> at. Chemist Warehouse on Oxford Street, where I thought they would stock it, like the yeah, gay trust. mecca of Sydney. Of course, they'd be stocking Janet Roach products. So, how much was it? They, well, Kate really misled me last week, saying they she were like, she said it was like two or three dollars. They oh, were ten dollars a box. Oh, Not God. that that's insane, but when Ooh. you're expecting a three dollar box, I bought two. Thank so God I spent we're twenty dollars on Janet. Thank God we're out of the cashier, of Kate, or we'd be coming after I'm you. Re- <laughs> he would have gone down there with his pennies and dimes. Don't. And would have had to <laughs> hunt after you. Got I to really the counter. hope six dollars, sir. Ooh. No, <laughs> I only brought Not three. Here. I hope that I'm helping Janet recover from her COVID sales. Like you know, she didn't have that foot traffic there for a while. So I'm hoping that she's seeing that return now. She had her website though, which is nice for Janet. She did. I guess you can still online order. I should, which I should have done all along, especially if it's three dollars according to Kate. I've really I fucked t- myself over by going in store <laughs> like a pleb. Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, I think she's lost interest in the tea business. You think? Yeah. What has she moved yeah. on to? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Brian probably. Jeez. <laughs> Would love an update you on know, Brian. It's, he- the, it's the ebbs and troughs of the Housewives of Melbourne. You know, La Muscada was everything and yeah. now it's disappeared into the abyss. And it's the same with Raw Essentials. We'll never hear about it again. Gina's Fragrances, you know, they'll be on clearance in a month. I think they're, on, go. Oh, they're probably on clearance a few weeks right. after launch, I think. <laughs> I don't think that would have lasted too long. Have you ever smelt them? I haven't. No, no, that's what I was thinking. Maybe the next product I need to test is like getting a Gina Liano perfume yeah. and like having like giving it a go. Listeners will be relieved there's no smell-o-vision invented yet, probably. No what? Does it smell-o-vision? smell like garlic? Why would, it, it, why would it smell like garlic? Wasn't that in the episode? Did what you... sense remind you of your childhood? Garlic? Garlic? <laughs> Did I make I hope that? it does. I, I hope it smells it like a pasta dish. <laughs> <laughs> it probably doesn't, but I'd love it to. Oh, dear God. There we go. Okay, we'll be back with some Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Premiere thoughts next. <laughs> Stephen, you had a thought just as we went to break about something about Gina and Jackie with the pregnancy. I just was wondering, do you think like all the housewives have messaged her? To You'd hope so. Her? Do you reckon or, like only the ones that are coming back or like everyone? Do you think like Petty Fleur reached out? I think Gina would have responded to her message and said, um, you know, that's not twins, darling. That's a demon. Don't. It's demonic. <laughs> <laughs> it's not of God. <laughs> He really wanted to say that. <laughs> You've lost it, doll. I wrote it down. Okay, great. <laughs> um, Beverly Hills. But, okay, I just need to start with when you start the episode with a trailer for the season, I mm. have doubts about the episode because it's always like you can leave that till the end of the episode if you've got a strong episode. And seeing it at the beginning, it's like, look, there's some fun to come, but we haven't got much in the bank for this one, which and- I think was kind of what happened did you find it interesting that they didn't play the intros i don't yeah they don't sometimes they don't do that 
in the first episode of the season. Right, I usually okay. wait till the second one. Like that's yeah. something usually. That, but like, I would love to see the taglines at the beginning. Just begin with that. I mean, it's what they've everybody wants to see. But isn't they've already it? been like released on the internet. Like, yeah, they're out there in the world. Just throw them in the first one. But it's what the advents. Avid fans. Avid, Avid fans want, you know, our girls are back. What are their taglines? What's Kyle going to say about Beverly Hills? Yeah, and if, you're, you know, open yeah and if you're not like an internet person and you've seen them already, people wouldn't know. They've got to wait another week until they see them. That's like torture Exactly. For some but instead of that, we just got, you know. Let's play a game. Two truths and a lie. <laughs> that was <laughs> or a great what? Or a what? <laughs> or nothing, does, Erica. I have to say, it does look good. And I can't wait for Sutton to like destroy Erica. Like that's going to be my favorite part of the season. Okay. So you think that will happen? I think Sutton's going to come after her because I don't think Sutton suffers fools. Like, and Erica's just going to like try and pretend it. all this shit that's going on has nothing to do with her. I, I know we have a difference of opinion mm-hmm. on Sutton from last season. Yes, I know you didn't, you, yeah. You didn't care for her. Did yeah, you? yeah. You rated her quite highly. I felt like she was probably a true friend of the show. I feel like she didn't add Quite a lot. I thought um, she initially, I think she was overwhelmed at the start and she just fell back on these like etiquette tips and, you yeah. know. But she um, also, that's, she called Teddy boring like at their second or third dinner. I which think was that true. was quite. It yes. was, yeah, it was accurate. Yeah. I mean, Blind Freddy could have seen that coming, but. <laughs> I, the Blind one, Teddy. Yeah. You said Freddy and then I thought of like Nightmare on Elm Street. Then I thought of Kyle somehow still fucking filming Halloween. Her broken nose from Halloween, first of all, don't bite. Also, how is she still filming it? Because I thought we had to put up with her bangs last season because she was filming it. And then somehow now she's gone back into production. It's been smacked in the nose. Okay. Agree with you. Her nose isn't broken. She's made it up. Um, Also, like scene one of the whole episode is her like in bed as though she's been like resting with chicken soup for like, you know, months and months. And then the next scene, she's like out and about. So yeah. It's, what happened there? Oh, it's a gag. It's a big joke. It, what? what nothing was there. It was just she had a nose job she, and then that was what she explained She had a it. nose job, Dan. It's pretend. It's all. It's showbiz, for <laughs> God's sake. But, um, yeah. And also, I just wanted to bring up as well, did her voice sound higher pitched for the whole episode? I didn't notice that myself, but you think so? Like helium vibes. No, I didn't. I did not pick up on that. No, okay. Maybe my ears aren't attuned to that. I think, like, as an impersonator, maybe I was just listening to. As an impersonator? Yeah. Is that on (laughs) your, like, Chiron at the bottom of the screen? I don't know. Maybe ask the listeners what they think about that. But. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, No. She, yeah, definitely a pretend situation filming Farrowine or whatever. Don't. Um, (laughs) Farrowine. I can't do that again. Mauricio or PK? PK got 0% of votes. I know. For <laughs> PK. I felt so sorry for him. Yeah. I don't but- mind him now. I couldn't stand him like earlier seasons. You've only... Okay, so your journey with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is like semi-recent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So probably... Oh, gosh. When did we meet? Like three months ago or something. I Three met my, months ago. It's May. Is we it, met each other like November last year or something God, or December. Six, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> like six months and something like that. Um, yeah. So you were in disbelief when I could recite the Australian Housewives so well. Yes. But I had never watched the American ones. Yes. So since then, um, my partner and I have gone through them so quickly. Oh, don't say partner on this, Alf. I don't Josh, say partner. The, well, you just said partner. 
I'm not talking about Josh. No, no, but I mean, so I said partner last week on the podcast and our friend Josh, friend of the pod again. So what, <laughs> do, what, should, what should I say? Well, no, no, he just got pissed off. I said partner last week when I spoke about my partner. I meant to say boyfriend, apparently. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, sorry, my Josh. My boyfriend and I. <laughs> so right. we've, we've really kind of marathoned through Beverly Hills. We've watched all um, 10 seasons. Yes. Uh, in gosh, like two and a half months or something. So it's been a real kind of boom bust, like yeah. start to finish, um, which has been good. It's certainly the most dramatic of the series, I feel. I've kind of moved on to New York a little bit now, but I, I think Mauricio has been the most ambitious house husband. As I think, in, what, I think like career, of the career-wise? Is that what I you mean? I think he's just a vibe. I think he's pretty, like, good-looking career-wise. I'm into it. Yeah. That, like, wholesome and I like, man. Like, also, he's just, like, up. high all the time now since it's been legalised. He's yeah. just, like, off his head at, like, every dinner or, like, party he's at. Yeah. And I watched... I mean, I watched this episode on my own and he had this scene where he had, like, during COVID, a mohawk and he called it mohawk. And, and I, I just, like, like, chuckled. I, I was like, ha, 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 that's, like, my Mauricio. And he's not oh, actually don't. my husband. No, I don't like that. I saw, <laughs> I saw that mohawk and she's like, he called it a mohawk. I was like, kill yourselves. I'm not. I was like, I want nothing to it's do with It's weird because I'm really off her at the minute. But I... She just... She needs to add more. She's always been, like, half in, half out. And... But, like, refer- like almost thinks she's, like, the queen of the show. And I just don't believe that to be so. There's just been so many other, like, outstanding people over the years. Like, the only, like, impactful thing she did was, like, call Kim an alcoholic in season one in the limo. Like, that's the thing I remember her for. Which was incidental. Like, I don't think she intended no. to do that. But I think just since LVP left, like, it's kind of just fallen on her lap. And yeah, that's what I mean. She didn't ask for it. But she's not kind of catty enough, I don't think. No. Like, it comes off quite superficial when she tries to dig at the girls. Yeah, and... she kind of went for, like, Denise last season. But was it, like, was kind of half into it? Like, she yeah, didn't really, like, drive yeah. it home. And then she just let Lisa Rinna take the reins towards the end of it. She's like, oh, yeah, like, you go. Like, yeah, because she's still the wholesome family housewife of the show. Like, she's the in token this town, one. she is. The in this town, town full of phonies. <laughs> Don't. Um, Garcelle's fashions. Oh, well, do you want to just talk about... I feel like you had a few thoughts on the fashions. I think we just need to... The looks have really escalated this... <laughs> episode i, I feel thought. like this happens like i think garcelle's had the beverly hills effect which is like she dressed quiet not i wouldn't say simple the entire like she had some good looks last season but somehow she's had the beverly hills effect where she's like oh, i'm just gonna like be outstanding in every outfit I yeah put on. yeah like that confessional with like the tuck like the tuxedo kind of thing with a white collar like that's and so she fucking stunning. should it was like fucking greatest showman <laughs> chic like icon honestly like she looks great and then the chanel outfit when she met dorit oh, i was like she's stolen that for from dorit's closet number. but like oh. and the head like the headbands and the hair i was like that's that's a dorit special but you're doing it better than her it was so iconic it was so iconic i think the one thing missing from garcelle last season was actual like input into the drama which i feel <laughs> like from episode one i'm optimistic i think she's here and well, ready way, to rumble well the way she spoke to lisa was great like not taking any of her bullshit and saying like you know i don't i wouldn't want you as a friend if that's what being a friend is <laughs> like <laughs> with her one little strand of stringy hair like <laughs> off the side of her head 
I but thought, yeah, you can do that. I think I think she'll be a lot more involved this season because I think she was like very like you know booked and busy. She was saying like last year, but I don't think there's as as much to book this year. So she's actually going to have to film with the girls. No, no, nothing's booked. What did you think of the addition of masks in every scene? Um, you know, and how they kind of she's like, oh, the mask doesn't fit. Oh, I hate masks. And I think they use the mask to just pretend they're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Just in between scenes just to be like, oh, yes, you can enter, then just, like, throw it off, and then nothing matters. Yeah, like, COVID well, then doesn't they... exist once we turn the cameras on you once you're sitting at the table. Like, e- nothing matters. Exactly, and before they sit down, they kind of hug and stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, they don't give a shit. No. And they'll just say, the thing is, they will be like, oh, we got tested and everything, that's fine. But, like, I know later on in the season that... Kathy, Kyle, and Dorit all get COVID. So, Dear God. obviously, like, it didn't work out, did Dan, it? Dan, for God's sake, Kyle's afraid of bees and whatever <laughs> else. She did not get a swab pushed down her throat. She, There's no chance. And when she has, like, once she has COVID, she will die. Like, she will think she's going to pass away, and that'll be the most dramatic we've ever seen her. Her anxiety will be an all-time high. She will pass, and we'll be seeing yeah, Kyle's ghost yeah. play out the rest of the season. Yeah, which I'm looking forward to, to be honest. I'm sick of human, Kyle. Hopefully, the ghost Well, she's, she's a goldfish now as well in um, Garcelle's house, so... But she's ordinary. Iconic line of yeah. the episode. <laughs> Honestly, like, out for blood. What kind of fish would you be? Oh, God. <laughs> I want to say an angelfish, but I think it's just too generic. What's an angelfish? It's like a really pretty, like, frilly little, like, long fins. Okay. Swaying in the ocean. Maybe I'd be some kind of shark, but like a low-key shark. Okay. Like one that you don't think is a shark. Okay. One that actually, like, attacks people or one just that, yeah. one of those, like, sharks that you can swim around? Oh, uh, they attack. They yeah, attack. They you don't. Do. You think they're fish, mm. so you don't think that they're a shark. It's the ones, like, when you'd go to the um, pet store when you were, like, a, you know, five or six-year-old and you go, mm-hmm. oh, what's, that's a goldfish, that's the one with googly eyes and whatever. Okay, and what's that one? That's a shark. And it was, like, a little, you know, size of your thumb shark okay. that you'd buy and take home <laughs> I didn't know they sold tiny sharks. No, they do. They do. I think. I don't think that's legal, Stephen. I don't (laughs) think you can just leave a fucking like like, you can't take a shark home and put it in a fish tank. No, you can't. They're just little. No, it's not like for shark fin soup. Like they're just little sharks. I didn't say to cook. I just don't (laughs) think you can take a shark home. I don't think that's a thing. I'm gonna have to look this up. We'll have to fact check. We should have done it before the episode. So, Crystal, new housewife, what first thoughts on Crystal? Yeah, I thought a bit to add. I mean, they never really do heaps in their first episode. Um, I appreciated her. I thought She seemed nice. She seemed good. I think her, yeah, pathway will be quite strong. I did like when she was at Dorit's party, she kind of did the whole, the producer asked her, do you know Dorit? She did a very matter of fact, no. 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 (laughs) Not for her. The thing yeah. that actually killed me when they went to their house, when they were starting to look at the Lion King memorabilia on the wall, there was just this like moment, like mm-hmm. Kyle wasn't on camera, but you could hear her and she goes, all I can think is Akuna Matata. Yeah. I was like, of course. Like, what's <laughs> like the when, whitest thing you could say? But about also Hakuna like when Matata. you just don't know what to say, yeah. like she's just looking <laughs> yeah, at it going, exactly. I don't know how to respond to this. I'm just going to say a song yeah. from the film. Yeah, exactly. And what's Crystal meant to say to that? Yeah. Yes, it's in, oh, it's actually in the film. That was a hit from yeah. the from the uh, soundtrack. How good! I just thought like so. Kyle went to that 
uh, to Crystal's house. So did Lisa Rinna. No, Lisa Rinna was in awe of the Lion King, mm. you know, paraphernalia. Oh, such a big episode. Oh my God, the movie, the Lion mm. King. And then she rocked up in this like Lion King inspired blazer pants set to Dorit's barbecue. This like green, green leafy, <laughs> like jungle nonsense. She, I thought, she was gosh. inspired by Crystal's Yeah, house. she reacted so quickly. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> So she ordered it when she got home, basically. Yeah, or she was yeah. on her phone at Crystal's house, ordering it online, ready for the party. <laughs> what coming website up. do you think she ordered it on? Um, animalprint.com. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When she says to Portia, I love leopard print. Portia's like, okay. You know, rainbow tie-dye, like, get upstairs, old lady. <laughs> we had um, Kathy at it as well. Yes. What do you think of Kathy as friend of? I yeah, it's interesting that after eleven seasons, she's decided to. What do you become think changed? The show? Like what? Like what's gone wrong in her life that she thinks she needs to like go on the show I now? I don't know, Dan. I mean, certainly, when I look at Kyle in the last few seasons, her level of like wealth and status is certainly elevated. Yeah, more than ever before. She's serving looks, so mm. she's got a, a really superior styling team. Yeah. We know that's not coming from her noggin. Absolutely not. We've seen her dress herself for years. And <laughs> We've seen her shop as well. Um, so, Piled by Aileen too. <laughs> I mean, maybe she's just been witness to that and she's thought, you know, I could be a part of that. The thing that I um, found slightly disturbing was Kathy's story about doing the dental work on the neighbours. Yeah. Do I bring my scissors with me and my dental supplies? I think... There's that new series coming out, the uh, based on the podcast Doctor Death, starring um, oh, Joshua Jackson. I think the twist at the end is that it's actually Kathy Hilton. <laughs> she is the one murdering the patients, and that'll be the big reveal at the end. And that's why they've got her on this season because they know they're gearing up to something. And it's going to be a big reveal. Kathy Hilton, Doctor Death. <laughs> That's the storyline oh I want. Oh, my God. Got a good mind to ring Paris. I reckon she'd be <laughs> ripeable if she knew what was going on in her motels. <laughs> They're hotels, aren't they? Yeah. Motels. Is it Kim <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Too neat. Too neat. Did you think Lisa was genuine when she was talking about the whole, um, like, Denise situation? Because I kind of think she was doing it from like, oh, I've got backlash from the fans that think I went too hard. So I'm going to say my apology to them by talking to Garcelle. Absolutely. (laughs) I think it was as genuine as Lisa Rinna gets, but (laughs) Garcelle was clearly uncomfortable. Yeah. And And wasn't buying. Lisa Rinna was talking to herself that whole scene. It was just a stream of consciousness. Yeah. And saying what a good friend she was to Denise. Like, sorry. Like, I was as shocked as Garcelle was. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And as she said to her, like, if that's you being a friend, I don't want you to be my friend. Yeah, like, well, absolutely not. Then she pivoted after that and said, oh, yeah, I could have done better. I, I wish I was. I wish I was. <laughs> and then she dropped the C-bomb and Garcelle said, I don't like it. And she said, yeah, well, I was. Well, I won't deny that. <laughs> it was like, just terrible. It was almost as, like, not as uncomfortable because it was the most uncomfortable scene ever. But, like, last season when she was, like, crying to Denise where it would, seemed like the scene was filmed on a handy cam and she was, like, crying and they were talking about, like, going to church and she was saying, like, I was a bad friend. I should have warned you. And then she was like, I, I need would to like go to, go to, to church. church. I need to I go like, to church. Sorry. Yeah. No. 
And it was like the last three episodes, you've dragged her through the mud. Yeah. And now she's like spoken to you directly and you're crying. It's yeah. after she ran down the Beverly Hills streets. Denise, Denise, <laughs> Denise. <laughs> They're going to a strip club to get steaks. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic, actually. Like, what a pivot. And he was also going to crush her hand on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> But she did bring it. She did bring it. Her Lion King outfit at the barbecue that wasn't really a barbecue was iconic. I mean, their outfits were all iconic at that barbecue. I think like Mauricio at that barbecue. I've spoken about him a lot. Yes, you you seem to be obsessed with uh, Mauricio. (laughs) This like little crush, fucking hat. Yeah, what was the hat? Slim, dusty kind of look. Like bromance he's got with PK. I do like Can that. I touch your hair to read? Oh, yes, Mauricio, you can touch my ponytail braid. Yes, <laughs> yes. You are an impressionist. Yeah, <laughs> slim, dusty vibes, honestly. <laughs> I picked up on Dorit saying that she had trouble with Lisa Rinner at their initial stages of the friendship, but that, that she was learned like f- that she'd learned from the, her mistakes and she'd grown. And I just thought... That's absolutely not true. No. She makes the same mistakes every season. No, and I think maybe that's foreshadowing for like she'll probably turn on her again over this season. And I can't wait for it. Yes, I just I think and the annoying thing is is that like Erica's obviously gonna be like the villain of the season. Or because a of all this shit. Yeah, but like it should have been the season that like Lisa Rinner was like taken down like after all these seasons of her just like coming after people and just like nothing being revealed about her life yeah this should have been it yeah but now erica's shit's too big that there's absolutely no way you could focus on like a rinner takedown it's yeah i mean with the the uh divorce situation the embezzlement mm-hmm. situation i mean it's too big a storyline to yeah. not go there but um it's interesting with Lisa. Like, she always does come off, like, scot-free and whatever. But Well, I think we need to start talking about the husband. I think that's <laughs> that's the missing piece of the puzzle here, and I think a lot will happen. He probably helped Kim, her source Kim that ranking outfit. All those years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we need I back. just, like, the one thing I did have a problem with her, there were a few things. I thought, like, she was super messy in her confrontation with Garcelle um, when she dropped the C-bomb and whatever. But... Also, her hair length, she's trying to, like, maintain the iconic hairstyle, but it's, like, grown out a little bit. You think it's just not sitting right? Oh, it's just this awkward length. I don't know if she couldn't get a hairdresser through COVID or something, but I'm like, she needs to cut it. And I love her in a wig. I love when she wears these, Oh, I love a long wig on her as well. Yeah, same, same. When she was Erica Jane was the best episode of my life. (laughs) Season 10, she was wearing them every five... Is that Farrah again? (laughs) I think that was far away. Maybe not the best episode of my life. Um, but last episode, I mean, last season, she was wearing so many wigs in her masters. She was, you know, rocking it and whatever. She's at an awkward in-between stage at the minute. I, I feel like Harry Hamlin needs to call her out. Yes, exactly. As I said, let's talk about the husband. Let's he should be more involved in their like in their life. Apparently he doesn't beast. live at the house. <laughs> Thank you for your Eileen impersonation. Beast. Okay. Well, if there's nothing else on that, I think we'll come back with some quick thoughts. Can't wait. Oh, hi, everyone. Maddie Samo here, back to gush bogging. Thank you, Maddie. <laughs> so to finish up, I'm going to do some quick thoughts on everything I've been watching this week. 
Stephen's across some of it, but not all of it. So feel free to like weigh in at any point with it. Okay. <laughs> uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. What can... <laughs> so Stephen and I watched this together, but can you explain what you're doing while we're watching this in a group? Watching intently. Why would I be doing anything else? Okay. I do believe you're playing a Switch <laughs> <laughs> at the time. I like, I'm not, I'm not a traditional um, watcher of the series. Yes. And I've really tried this season to like jump on board mm. and become a, what's the term for it? Runator or something? Do they Runator? Some, do they, <laughs> does the fan base have a name? No. Oh, if it's Runator, yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I've tried to like really give it a go. I think it's just the wrong season to give it a go. And it was not a good episode. No. And You've I, probably said that about every episode from this season. Yeah, well, you know, I just thought the mushroom cup looked much more appealing. So I was racing. Sorry oh, about do you it. play as Toad when you do? No, I play as Peach, you fool. Why did you say that? Oh, the mushroom cup's the tracks Yeah, you it's play. the track. Okay. It's got boom, boom, well, I play, I play as Toad, so that's my go-to. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so RuPaul, the, the product placement with manscaping seemed a bit lost on me that they were manscaping like wigs they'd put in their crotch and then were also shaving over tights that they were wearing where like absolutely no hair was there. I do love a good, bad product placement, but that, that wasn't for me. It didn't make any sense. No. Not unlike the whole episode. No, it was jarring. Um, and also, Karen from Finance's quick drag during that was 100% Vicky Pollard from Little Britain. Like, I'm not going to be argued with Absolutely. it. It was exactly that. Absolutely. But I'm hanging on to her as, like, the iconic creative of the season. Oh, she will yeah. I, She will win at she this point. She has to, they've got, they've got no one else. There's no There's one left. There's no one else. She has to. I don't, I don't mind Anita Wiglet. Like, she's fine, but her jaw like pains me like this the the way she talks with the yeah. like jaw clenched especially in the masters thing. you notice it absolutely not yeah not for me um leland who was like the guest person with choice of arm over like the video looked like he'd been on like a bender and it just like come on to do this like the bags under his eyes were for days and right. it was just very confronting to I think i was in moo moo meadows for yes that you were- <laughs> <laughs> um the and then the watch out message that Jojo oh, Jojo Coco Jumbo <laughs> jo- Jojo Jumbo um, <laughs> Coco Jumbo got the watch out message like that wasn't Art Simone that was a, a producer wrote that just to yeah. there was nothing happening yeah. so it's just like let's write him a fucking note it's just not to my scare grandmother them. darling it's that, a demon it's a demon exactly a demon wrote the note demonic absolutely not Bo- so the Bogan prom was the runway outfits can i ask you so year 12 did you do a formal and what did you wear we did we did i wore um a gosh taking me back yes. to two years ago <laughs> you're not that young dog. white white shirt uh i wore a silver lace tie and a silver lace tie shimmering black blazer oh lovely yeah, it was beautiful did you have to take a date no, no, no. You didn't have to. Okay. No, it wasn't. Yeah, not so bogan. I do feel like they could have gone harder with their outfits for a bogan prom, though. Yeah, my like my year twelve. Like when I look back at the year twelve formal photos, are quite like traumatic for me. I don't know. I couldn't have been worse dressed. Like it was. I was wearing like an absolutely like ill-fitting suit and was wearing like I want to. 
is lilac like a purple? That's like... That's a purple. Yeah. Correct. So, like, I was wearing, like, a lilac shirt with a shite, like, slightly shimmering... A shite. Lilac. <laughs> slightly <laughs> shimmering lilac tie. So, it was just, like... Yeah. Like, lilac on lilac. I look shocking. My hair doesn't look done for some reason. And... Was it coloured or you've always had your natural no, hair? No, no. It's always just been, like, brown. It's gotten, like, You've never coloured your hair. I... At one point, I had... Blonde streaks in year seven, okay. and my school said cut them out when cut I got there out. because it was like a private boys' school and it was you know. And did you? I had well, I got a haircut, but I couldn't cut them out otherwise it'd be just full bald at yeah. that point. Because they they did like the streaks look like a hairy Harry exactly. But my friend who was in like the photos and stuff with me, like we had like some group shots. His like brother's girlfriend at the time came over to their house like a few months after or something and saw like a photo of like him and I and like the two girls that we like brought as dates and she said oh whose dad is that oh, and that's just how oh. horrific I look at my own year 12 formal like I look like <laughs> like someone's father at my year 12 formal it was a horrific time high school so not for me oh, anyway <laughs> let's let's move on I can't believe you only colored your hair once in your life I know. Because that's... Oh, do you know that's what? My th- reflecting on my past pictures is the journey that my hair's undertaken. There's when two- I first discovered bleach mm. and then, you know, went from kind of highlights to big panels in my hair and now you know me, I'm a blonde bombshell. Yes, absolutely. A la Melissa Couts. But <laughs> Don't read my lips. Um, my, can you believe this? My mother has never put colour in her hair. Ever. Ever. In her entire life, has never put colour in her hair. What's she been? Mousy brown her whole life. Mousy brown her entire life. Oh my god! I think she like you know at some point if the gray, like if grey takes over she's gonna have to die. But when never touched takes it. Takes over. Okay. Well, that's... <laughs> well talking about um, women wearing grey hair, um, Real Housewives of New York. Fears for Sonia this week. She's so you're only where are you up to in New York? You're kind of watching from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So we prioritised finishing. My boyfriend and I prioritized finishing <laughs> Beverly Hills first. So we did that. Um, and New York, I'm on season, I think like eight. It's the one where um, Aviva runs in with Heather and they say, that's not a compliment, Aviva. She looked like Anna Nicole Smith that's, on a downward spiral. That's season six, doll. No, I'm further Aviv- than Aviv- six. No, well, Aviva's off the show then. Oh, no. Because okay. Aviva's gone by the end of season no, six. Season no. seven's when, like, Bethany comes back. You're right, you're right. Yes. So, yeah, okay. So, old mate didn't want to watch those two episodes until Bethany came... Those two seasons since Bethany came back. Mm. So, six and seven I'm watching on my own. And mm-hmm. then we've jumped forward and we're on, like, eight and nine. Oh, wow. But anyway, <laughs> it's... Um, it's good. I, I'm really enjoying it. I love mm. the drama. I love the chemistry between Sonia and um, Ramona. Ramona, how, you know, problematic that is all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm loving having Bethany back. Yes. She was a breath of fresh. I just feel like I can, I love her because I can relate so much to her. I just feel like we are in many ways storm in a teacup sisters, you know, and it hurts me to say that because you're looking at me with those eyes, <laughs> which are the same eyes as when, you know, you watch a show but, but after everybody else has watched a show and you yeah. say, I'm watching this. And they say, oh, yeah, well, wait till you watch more episodes. Oh, Ooh, no, no. I, I will say she's always been a great addition to the show. Even when she has a bad season, it's 
a good season overall because like even if she's like comes off a bit worse for wear it's still a good season she's always adding something she's always like a voice of reason in like a sea of stupidity like half the time like i appreciate her presence no matter what opinion people have on her as a person like i think she's actually great for the show yeah, in I think she's capacity. so consistent. But I know you've been watching her new show and you've oh, got new views on that. Yeah, which... so Big Shot with Bethany. That I, <laughs> I think I said it like last episode. It's chaos. I feel like it's an insight to my mind. Like nothing makes yeah. sense. Like it, you are striving for something, but does any of it all relate to each other? No, there's just like these random thoughts everywhere. These challenges are like going off on all these different tangents. The goal at the end of it has nothing to do with what you're doing in the moment, but like it just, the cohesion isn't there, but apparently it's going to be a finale soon. And I think there's a girl, Maloxie on there, who I think is going to win. She seems to be like the front runner at What's the moment. What's she seeking for, Dan? A VP of operations. But what I think she actually wants is a PA. Yeah, a yeah. PA. 100%. And she's already yeah. hired one of the people as a PA and he hangs around and takes photos of her dancing around in Christmas jumpers in front of her Christmas tree. So that's, that's the content. That's what I thought. Surely she show. has a PA at this stage. Like, Well, yeah, she has one. Now she has two. She has one that she's hired from the show. She's got two of them now, which is oh, quite good. wild. Um, back on Roni for a second. Sonia at that dinner party. So for context, Stephen, they were at a dinner and... Sonia was just like belligerently drunk and just going off on tangents and everything. I've been in that situation before with like drunk friends and it's just like, you just want them to shut the fuck up or go home or just drink some water. And it so was you just like, weren't Sonia in that situation. Your friends were. What do you mean? You said I've been in that situation. I've been in that situation where I've been around friends like that. I probably, okay. I probably have been that probably person have. at some point as well. I'm yeah. not going to pretend I'm an angel. Like I know, I know that's happened. So I don't. <laughs> Don't think I'm... Who are you most like from Roni? Every season, Ooh. every cast member, who do you relate the most to? Ooh. Jill Zarin. No. <laughs> oh, probably, actually. Um, no, I would say a mix between... I would say a mix between Sonia and Bethany. Okay. I feel like I am a voice of reason in a lot of situations, but then the drunk part, which is yeah, Sonia, gets yeah. the best of me sometimes. And yeah. it just like every everything that I've built up just tears me down. So and that's my own that fault. When you're thinking about your tagline for next week. Everything that I build up gets torn yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, I'll think about that. Um, I am appreciating Ebony as the new girl on the block. She knows how to actually speak to Ramona, which is like a revelation on this show. Good. And Leah's just coming on too strong. I can't handle that. Luann looks great. As she, she gets better with age, you, I, I'm happy for you to keep watching the journey of the show because you're just going to see Luann look better and better every Well, she's season. grown her hair, right? Oh, yes. She looks stunning. Like, is she still is, releasing music? She is. Oh, she announced the other day on Wendy Williams she's releasing a Christmas song. <laughs> Cannot wait. And she's, doing, she's going back to Cabaret, so I'm, like, very excited. She's releasing her. a Christmas song and going in back May. To Cabaret. No, no, no. She'll be releasing a Christmas song by the end of the year. So by she's like, yes. Yeah. So she's um, made well, some promises and she better by, fucking keep it because yeah. I actually was sitting there patiently waiting at the end of last year going, where's yeah. the Christmas song? Well, exactly. And playing witness to the lyrics of her last, you know, four hits, she's going to need six months to pull that lyric sheet together. It's incredibly <laughs> complex. It is. It's a, it's a process. The um, primary mistake, texting on a date. <laughs> Steven, as I look at my phone. Um, below deck, I... Below deck sailing yacht, I should clarify. I thought it felt like a Contiki trip 
to begin with, but now someone has a possible like STI. That's just confirmed to me. It definitely feels it like a, a Kentucky trip. trip. <laughs> so that's just, yeah, it's giving me like numb, like flashbacks to my whole um, experience as an 18 and 21 year old on Kentucky. So. Where did you go on Kentucky? Around Europe twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like same. literally I actually stayed at some of the same places. I went the second time with my um, older brother and I remember getting on the bus and as we went off and I heard the um, like, like leader or like tour guide, whatever. Started spe- whatever you call them, like a trip guide or I don't know. What would no, you no, call no, no, them? No, leader. Stop. Um, <laughs> but like, as they started speaking on the microphone, I was like, what the fuck have I done? Like, I've done this before. Like, why yeah, am I yeah, here yeah. again? But Days I actually had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. So I'll keep, keep it at that. And that's, that's my thoughts on everything I'm watching. Steven, I that's feel like you, you had, something that's caught your attention this way. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I'm not, and we have to be very, like, be very careful because we've got to, there's pronouns you got to get right. Yeah. The developments this week. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it's difficult to watch anything else when you're trying to burn through so many seasons of housewives (laughs) in such a short amount of time. I just was scrolling through my newsfeed today and I saw um, Demi Lovato has come out as um, non-binary today, which mm. is, you know, great for her. Iconic. Love that. Great for them. That's why I said we've got to really watch. Which is great for them. <laughs> I love that. Um, iconic. And um, I just thought this is not the first time that they've come across my newsfeed this month. And I just recalled this <laughs> Froyo journey that Demi's been on, mm. uh, where they've been in a Frogo restaurant uh, in LA mm. earlier in the month and been so disturbed by the fact that there were low-fat options, <laughs> diet options on the menu, that they felt the need to abuse the staff and mm. then record a 10-minute explanation video onto their Instagram afterwards about why they the big frost. Was it the big frost? Was that the name of the store? The Big Chill. The Big Chill. It was <laughs> I saw days after all this controversy that The Big Chill had a massive line up out of the door. So they did great for their business. So it all backfired in the end. It all backfired. I just thought, I mean, you know, A, who cares that much about the options that are available? I mean, they're trying to cater to so many different demographics of customers, the mm. poor team at the Big Chill. And B, like, who's even fucking eating Froyo? Like, I it's that fucking was done years it's ago. It's crap, Dan. It's like poor man's ice cream. <laughs> like, and it's just, it's not a thing anymore. It's just, it, I didn't know it was coming back. It's not or coming it back. Thing? You didn't know because it's not real. <laughs> we had a few. But the lineup chains. out the door afterwards suggests it is coming well, <laughs> back. Demi did good work for I them. just feel like, I don't know, Froyo is like the poor cousin of ice cream if you're going down that path like you want ice cream right oh yeah i i think i had froyo once in my like late teens because that's when it was becoming a thing yeah and i had it and my exact thought was why am i not having ice cream exactly this is a waste exactly plain yogurt good like you're quite unique and you know you have your role but like when it's froyo i mean the flavors are Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. Like you're trying to be ice cream and you're not doing it, honey. Like, I'm sorry to tell you. Stephen, I have one extra update about Demi Lovato that I don't know how you'll handle. So is it related is like recent... to the big chill? Or no? It's not It's not related to the big chill, but right. it's something else. So 
Okay, yes. Proceed. So I'm just going to read an article that's been written by Variety and you'll get the gist of what's going on. Um, Demi Lovato will find out if the truth is out there in a new limited unscripted series about UFOs that has been ordered at Peacock. In Unidentified with Demi Lovato, the music superstar and actress and their sceptical best friend Matthew and their sister Dallas attempt to help uncover the truth about the UFO phenomena. While consulting with leading experts, the trio will investigate recent eyewitness encounters, uncover secret government reports, and conduct tests at known UFO hotspots. Peacock has given the show a four-episode order. <laughs> so, there's more to come. Okay. That's actually a really good idea for Demi Lovato to examine UFOs in the sky. For Froyo to UFOs. It's all happening. <laughs> That's real. That is, is that real. real? It is real. It's happening. Four episodes. Yeah, four episodes. Demi just running around to UFO sites. Well. I can't wait. I hope they have a good time. I, as do <laughs> I. Steven, I want to thank you for doing this, but I also need to ask you, because I'm going to ask everyone at the end of the show. Yeah. Are you getting renewed or cancelled? Oh, God. <laughs> By the skin of my teeth renewed. I think it's... okay. It's the energy I uh, release in this city is mm-hmm. that, yeah. Storm in a teacup, as I said. Yes. It's close to cancellation, but, you know. You, you're still giving enough that's going to keep giving you renewed enough. for I'm another season. Enough. I mean, we've gotten through an hour of content. It's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It'll be less than an hour, but yes, an hour <laughs> of content. We'll be cutting down bits and pieces. How about you, Danny? You renewed or cancelled this week? I think I'm renewed at the moment. I think, do you know what? I have to say renewed because I have like launched this and I'm doing things. Ask me in uh, six months when like nothing's happening and I'll be like, maybe it's time to cancel yeah. myself. How are you so. going to record this podcast in the off season over December, January? Um, do you know what? Pre- pre-record. Who knows? Might do some specials. Might do some Real Housewives of Sydney, like flashback recaps or something. Yeah, I'll okay. have you on and you yeah. can assess um, Maddie Samaya's raise, like, rise to stardom can't wait yeah. yeah or just we can just do like a spe- like one off episode like a deep dive into like maddie sunwise like life after real housewives of sydney and what that entails that might be worth it i think and it entails a lot it there's a lot going on there's Wait, a lot. i as steven said earlier highly recommend following maddie samai yes you're going to get a lot of medi spa by maddie content but there are hidden gems in between the promo for her business that you will get a real kick out of. And sometimes I think she's quite off her face and she's giving out a lot of content. That gets deleted the next day, but if you catch it live, it's a real treat. I actually don't think she's ever on her face, to be <laughs> honest with you. I think if you're going to follow one housewife mm. in all of the Bravo, Bravo, Bravo series, mm. make it her yeah. because she'll make it worth your while. I don't even think Sid. Like, Real Housewives of Sydney made it to Bravo in the States, which is a real shame. Like, Melbourne did, but I don't think Sydney ever did. So, I feel like Americans are absolutely deprived of what fucking chaotic mess that show was. It's terrible. There is, I would recommend to anyone listening, if you haven't seen Sydney, if you just type in Real Housewives of Sydney, there's a two-minute video on YouTube that is just like a compilation of every all of them yelling, which is a piece of art that... I probably watch, I don't know, once a month. So It's certainly the most uh, probably heated and explicit season, I would say, yes. of any of the series. 
Absolutely. And they don't bleep out any of the terms, which is no. what makes it unique in Australia. Yeah, and our accents are cutting. Like, it really is harsh <laughs> to hear. It's harsh on the ears, I must say. Oh, dear. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for doing this. You're a, a gem. Thank you for having me. It's been so much fun. And thank you so much for your Maddie Sunway impressions. Oh, I just okay. <laughs> I love any time. Love to be on the podcast. If you love gush bagging as much as I do, hit like and listen wherever you listen to your podcast. Hit subscribe and listen every week. Thank you so much. Maddie Sunway. <laughs> thank you, Stephen. <laughs> And on that, if you want to follow Gasbagging on Instagram, it's at Gasbagging. Or if you want to follow me at Dan Tom Morrison, do you want anyone to follow you? No. Probably not. But if you do, uh, at Stephen with a PH, don't send me the meme of the dog, please. Uh, <laughs> at <laughs> S-T-E-P-H-E-N-E-M-M. There we go. On Insta. I oh, well, there you go. Well, now you might have just randoms coming into DMs. I can't wait. Oh, love that for you. All right. Thank you. And I'll see you all next week. Bye. Thank you.